Hello and welcome to A Little Knowledge, the podcast that attempts to work out just exactly how dangerous our idiot brains can be. I am your host, Pat McCaffrey, and with me each week, the co-host to this podcast organism. That's right, he's the human tapeworm, the pork tapeworm of existence. It's Mr. Brendan Corney. Uh, hello, Pat. What an intro. Thank you. <laughs> Well, you know, you've attached, you're like, you're like the, the parasite attaching to a host organism. It's almost know? like you've taken my dad's speech at my first communion. <laughs> oh, I, I swear I thought that was going to be a joke about how I don't have a job. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, each week, Brennan and I will uh, bring in a topic to test the other one on to try and work out, like an everyday topic that we're trying to test to see how much they know about something that we all really should know a lot more about. And this week... Um, you are coming in to test me on Canberra. The nation's capital, yeah. our beloved citadel capital of democracy. <laughs> See, what I think I need to clarify, Pat, is that I'm not testing you on camera. I, in fact, am giving you a test that I know you can't pass because I true, know that your true. knowledge is spotty at best. Pat, I'm going to start you off. Why does Canberra even exist? Okay, I thought it was because... Give us a little rundown of pre-Canberra. Pre-Canberra? What do you mean pre-Canberra? So I, I thought like before before Canberra was the capital. Yeah. Give us oh. an overview of what Australia looked like at um, that time. I'm uh, saying what time, just saying that time. Oh well Canberra was like nineteen hundred and something, right? I think it got set up in like nineteen oh something and inaugurated as the capital post World War One, I, I think. I think. I think it was post Gallipoli that we decided Canberra was the capital. Mm-hmm. Uh, so prior to that, I think a uh, bunch of different colonies, like Perth. A how bunch am, of how different. How am I doing so uh, far? Uh, <laughs> Perth, Brisbane. A bunch um, of different colonies like Perth. And yep. that's why Canberra. Yes. Uh, no, no, no. But um, so obviously like Indigenous Australians here for a very, very long time, white people land. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they don't they set up Melbourne as the capital, don't they? Well, isn't there a fight between Melbourne and Sydney or something? Pre Federation, nineteen oh one, you don't have a capital because you don't have a nation. Yes. Yeah. Um, so where is the capital of our new nation? Wagga. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, it is Melbourne, isn't it? Because isn't that yeah. the Tom Roberts painting? Yes. Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we saw at the National Gallery in Wagga, <laughs> <laughs> Wagga adjacent. Yeah, uh, Melbourne is, is the, capital. the capital. Yes, yeah. From 1901. But why is that a problem, Pat? Why is that a problem? Yeah. Because why don't we just keep it as Melbourne? <laughs> You know, why not spread the coffee love around? Oh, well, we've got to hold, oh. hold a set of estimates in a little lean oh. with a little soy latte. Oh, everyone would be wearing black. <laughs> Reading the monthly. Um, <laughs> uh, why couldn't we just have Melbourne? Because why couldn't Melbourne be the capital? Because 
capital cities at the UN were ranked alphabetically. Mm. And so we wanted a capital that started with C. That we is could true. have gone for Adelaide, but that would have been embarrassing. It used to be known as Zadelaide, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm. And Zadelaide did change. They got rid of the Z. By the time they, they deleted, that was too late. It was too late. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And um, really, it is too late for Adelaide yeah. <laughs> in it most is. ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, why, why couldn't we just have Melbourne? Because of the rivalry between the two largest colonies oh. of Sydney and Melbourne. Not Wagga. Not Wagga okay. at that time. Okay. Wagga, W, not even in the running. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> two Ws. They, they should have followed Wagga, Wagga. lead and got rid of the W. Oh, my God. Agga, agga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so rivalry between... So Canberra comes up through the middle. It's the Stephen Bradbury of colonies. Well, it doesn't exist yet. So... How does it, how does it come up through the middle? That's for you to explain, as oh, is the premise sure. of the podcast. Okay, fine. Um, so we've got Melbourne and Sydney, rivalries. Yeah. They don't like each other, mm-hmm. you know, but they're staying together for the kids. They're staying together <laughs> for Wagga and Wagget and Wagini. <laughs> We'd like to apologise for the use of the word Wagini. <laughs> Brendan's allowed to, though. He's got Italian heritage. Oh, you sound like the management of the place where I held my first communion. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, it's fine. You know, you can go back to being a magician. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, tell me, why establish camera? Uh, What do you know about it? it's, It's not equidistant between Melbourne and Sydney, but it's like... I was going to say it's halfway between them, which is the definition <laughs> equidistant. But it is like it is kind of kinder between them. Uh, so in the Constitution, when at Federation in 1901, it was established because of the infighting that the capital of Australia needed to be established more than 100 miles from Sydney within New South Wales. Wow. Yeah, so they had to pick a site in New South Wales. Yeah, I think that's also in the Constitution about Bert Newton, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it has to be in New South Wales, but 100 metres from Sydney. Maybe Call in if you're Bert Newton and we'll see <laughs> um, uh, Right, okay. So it's got to be, hold on, 100 kilometres away. Away from Sydney. Sydney. Miles or kilometres? Miles. miles. Sorry, 100 yeah. miles. It needs to be 100 miles. Because we were imperial, presumably, then. Yeah, well, yeah. in many ways. Um, yeah. uh, ones that we should forget at all points. Um, <laughs> yeah, 100 Miles from Miles Sydney. From Sydney. <laughs> so the game was afoot for. <laughs> Can you hear my auditory fedora? <laughs> uh, the site that was picked oh, I see. needed to be 100 miles from Sydney. Mm-hmm. So at Federation, they still didn't have a site. And they didn't have a site for. How long do you think? A little knowledge. <laughs> uh, at Federation, they didn't have a site. I think. I, for some reason in my head, I want to say like 1908, we ended up with Canberra. Yeah, it was sometime around, I believe it was 1913 that the site was eventually picked. But it it was just before World War One, because I think, I think Canberra was inaugurated as the capital in like the thirties or something. Yes. And then bang. And then World War One. Oh, right. It was just like the um, Uber bikes scheme. Yeah. Where they're like, March 2020. Land, it's the perfect time to launch bikes. <laughs> Pandemic. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Thought we'd forget about that, didn't you? Yeah. 
Bill Gates. Pandemic. <laughs> so, how do you think they picked the site? Uh, Meat raffle. <laughs> it's kind of this, uh, with no all due respect to Canberra. It's kind of middle of nowhere territory, isn't it? Like it's kind of on like swampy kind of territory. So it's it's, it's a limestone plain. So it's plains. It's flat. It's on limestone. Yeah, so it's a, kind of like I said, like, you know, a bit of a swamp. <laughs> um, yeah, Australia is known for its swamps. swamps. <laughs> it's deeply wet swamps. Yep. Yeah. There was a whole series of conflicts about where the capital was going to be. There was different sites that were mm. on offer. Mm. And the politicians who were in charge of choosing went on little train trips through a very nascent outback Australia looking for sites to establish the capital Wow! in the middle of nowhere. Okay. And most of them they did not like. <laughs> in fact, they didn't seem to like any of them. No. And there was a no. bunch of yeah. mishaps at every, at every site. Like people didn't die, did they? Like I need to get the specifics on this, but there was one where um, – this is now becoming a meta little knowledge. How much do I know? <laughs> there was one where they went swimming in a frigid lake. They all went swimming for some reason. What? And they all got very sick. And uh, the next day when they went to a tour on other side, they all stayed on the train and didn't like get out of the train. Oh, my God. So that missed out. Um, right, lots next, of- next year at one tidiest town, though. So, you know, <laughs> it it's, would still happen. It's still the tidiest town. Yeah. Um, country Target. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Zambreras. Yeah, yeah. They've got a. Uh, they've got best and less. They've got. They've got a best and less. They've probably got a grilled now. Stinks of Metropolis. <laughs> but then we we end up with we end up with Canberra as as a halfway house. Canberra is chosen as the site. Mm. The biggest mistake that they made in retrospect mm. is that one of the options was a dual capital. In Bombala and Eden, which I don't know if you know where that is. Like Eden Monero? Eden? No, no, that's a that's a seat. Okay. Yeah. Most of us don't think in terms of federal election well, seats. Well, you know, most people aren't um, aren't going to die alone. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry to break it to you, listeners, but uh, <laughs> most of you will die alone. <laughs> Eden on the New South Wales south coast, mm. amazingly beautiful beach town mm. and then Bombala which is nearby which is like on the uh, in the alpine slopes so it would have been a dual capital of like amazing beach and amazing alpine skiing no they chose Canberra the limestone plains yeah it would have also would have been a dual capital and then Jewel was going to be selected to inaugurate it with uh, with an album of her they actually um, they considered Jewel as being the capital. Oh, really? Yeah, a group of uh, Tibetan lamas went around <laughs> the world and tried to find the reincarnation of the future capital. Yeah, yeah. And they went to Jewel, and she was actually able to identify yeah. a picture of Parliament House, even though she'd never seen it. And yeah. it was determined that yeah. she was it, but she wouldn't come. No. 
unfortunately. Oh, that's a shame. I know. It's always the way. You know, it's, it's hard to get artists here. It is hard. It, it, oh, it's so hard. You know, have yeah. you been to the big day out? Yeah. It's like $120. Oh, and, and when they do, they just go Melbourne, Sydney. None of them go to Canberra. Well, no, you but, know, they well, just do Melbourne, uh, Sydney, and Perth. Oh. I mean, you say, Jewel, like, come to Canberra. And she's like, but I am Canberra. I am already <laughs> am where I am at. Yeah, yeah. And you say, that's I a can't little, be more Canberra. That's a little too high level, Jewel. Yeah. Yeah. And you say, we don't need a whole album about it. Yeah. World War One intervenes, to be polite, mm-hmm. and people stop thinking about this bloody capital project because the inevitable tragedy... Please do not say bloody. <laughs> <laughs> Please, no swears on our Christian show. Yes, thank um, you. World War One intervenes, and Melbourne and Sydney are both, and all the other colonies, are like, why would we want to pay millions of dollars to establish a city that we don't live in? That was always the tragedy of Canberra. Mm. It was paid mm. for with money from people who didn't want to go there and mm. wouldn't, didn't live there. Mm. So it was this sort of tragic irony. And so it just becomes a big compromise, the Canberra compromise. <laughs> Which I think the Canberra compromise is also, uh, I think, uh, the <laughs> that's the uh, decision John and Jeanette Howard came to think <laughs> about uh, about how Jeanette would only ever go so far in the bedroom. <laughs> as long as as long as he was PM, she would only ever. Uh, shall we? Uh, I, ooh, I don't want to get too graphic. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. Don't ask, don't tell. I yeah, mean, well, well, John and Jeanette were looking for a third. I thought. Yeah, wow. Okay, that's where Peter Costello just. They were looking for a off. unicorn. <laughs> Costello waited, but he never yeah. got tapped on the shoulder, no, you know. No. And then Canberra just... And then Canberra blubs along yeah, yeah. all through the, uh, the war, nothing, the 20s, 30s, it half-heartedly mm-hmm. between the wars gets established. Old Parliament House, which was a temporary structure, gets established. Mm. And it was derisively called That's Seven right. Suburbs in Search of a City. Right, because, well, and speaking of what it was derisively called, there were, I understand, other names for it. Because my understanding is one of the potential names for Canberra, because it was, as you say, like on a limestone plain, Mm. and it was hot, and it was kind of a long way from anywhere, there was a proposal, I think, to call it Thirstville. (laughs) (laughs) Which I so wish we had done. Because just imagine... If it had actually been called... Thir- and, like, now, it was... Th- the nation's capital was Thirstville. Yep. Drain the thirst. Drain the thirst. <laughs> yeah, vanquish your thirst. Because <laughs> <laughs> wasn't there also another proposal, I think, to call it, like, a, a uh, combination of every other... Oh, like, Melsid Brizad. Oh, my God. That is some year so four bad. shit right there. <laughs> um... There was all the best name I thought was actually Eucalypta. That was proposed. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, Eucalypta. I I could go to a capital called Eucalypta. It's a bit like hokey Aussie, but like, I I could. Yeah, no, I think that's the sweet spot. And then World War II happens. Yeah. Tell me about Walter Burley Griffin. Uh, Well, he was the thirstiest vill of all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Walter Burley Griffin, he and. I think, I think what I remember from my like year seven parliament trip excursion. Mm, this is what I want from yeah. you. I think Mr. B- and Mrs. Burley Griffin were both architects. No, he was just an him. architect. Where is he from? Uh, 
Uh, oh, I want to say like somewhere. Oh, am I getting this badly wrong? Like Scandinavia, Europe, like mm, yeah, Austria? badly wrong. Yeah, no, yeah. Okay. Zimbabwe. Also not Burkina Faso. Macau. Y- yes. Y- in fact, if you get three guesses, one of them should be Macau. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he was from America, USA, uh, land of the hot dog. <laughs> I okay. love a French fried potatoes. <laughs> no, it's, I didn't think it was possible, but the accent's getting worse. As a French fried potato, it's on the hot dog. Do you remember please? when freedom fries became a thing? I'm just going to give you 10 seconds to just reflect on the kind of person you've become. I absolutely refuse. <laughs> uh but he had specific designs, some of which I think never came to fruition, maybe? like Not just his, some his of vision. which. Like... All of it. All of it, right, essentially. Okay. He had an extremely out there utopian vision yeah. of camera. Mm-hmm. And then it was, it was meant to be implemented by essentially Australian cultural cringy bureaucrats with no money. Great. So that went well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and over the next decades, his plans just got watered down and watered down until they were a shadow of of what they were mm. originally. Did that affect him at all? Like, did he become yeah. some broken shell of a man? Like, did he? Um, did he? I think it did get him down a bit. Did he just end up, you know, passed out on one of Canberra's many roundabouts? He sounds like a good sport. He sounds like he took it pretty well. Right, like. With the compromising. But his wife, Marion. <laughs> he wasn't the only one who took the compromise. Let's just well. say he got tapped on the shoulder a couple of decades <laughs> later. Marion, his wife, yeah. is uh, the only woman actually in history to have been dudded out of history for her accomplishments. She, she did most of the drawings. That sounds... Too simple. She did a lot of the design. <laughs> she liked like little. Art <laughs> she did drawing. Did a crochet. <laughs> she did a lot of the design, mm. um, and a lot of the drafting, and uh, essentially co-designed camera. Yeah, but isn't really remembered much for it. Mm. What would Australia be like if Sydney or Melbourne was the capital? Mm. Like imagine if the Parliament was in one of those places. Um, well, I mean, Jewel wasn't the reincarnated version of Melbourne. No. Well, she wasn't established <laughs> as that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe in the um, next life. Yeah. Well, I, think, do, I think she's pretty established now as an artist. Do you think the Dalai Lama will reincarnate as an Australian city? I think the Dalai Lama will reincarnate as the rhythm guitarist for Jewel. Really? Yeah. But what if she's dead by the time he does that? I mean, that's just the tragedy He'll of samsaric existence, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe she'll reincarnate as like Shania Twain or something. Maybe she'll, she'll be a different. How can you reincarnate as one of your contemporaries? <laughs> Shania Twain and Jewel aren't contemporaries. They're both alive. No, Shania Twain's like. What do you mean no? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they know alive. something that I'm. <laughs> but like, Jewel is. Um... <laughs> No, <laughs> no, they're not both alive. But Jewel would be so much younger than Shania. That, that does happen in the human realm. You can have people okay. of different okay. ages. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
Uh, if Canberra was a person, who would they be? Uh, Sky Whale. Definitely Sky Whale. Um, and if you try and tell me that Sky Whale is not a person, I will fucking I go would you. never try to say that. Yeah. Or what about the other Patricia Puccinini one that is like an old person with like thinning hair? It's mm. kind of like either of those. Yeah. Definitely. I like that. Yeah. I think Canberra is just a roundabout who is a person. Oh, okay. But they don't know. Yeah. That's an interesting question, actually. Like, if all capital cities had, like, a person, like a mascot. Like, mm. yeah. <laughs> oh, like an Olympic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like we had um, for the Sydney Olympics with, like, Ollie, Sid. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That is reminiscent of Mel Sid Bristaz. Very, very. Ollie, Sid, and somebody. I think uh, that's the last one. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, who's your Perth? Who's my Perth? Uh, who's my personality? Um, I feel like it's someone with dreads. White guy with dreads. Uh-huh. Yeah. Possibly possibly comes down to Perth from Nimbin to like work in finance, but thinks they're cool. Like a um, smart investor. That not, guy. Smart investor. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. My, I got a different... Barefoot re- investor. Not smart investor. Barefoot investor. I reckon it's Curtis Stone. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's cooking prawns on a beach somewhere. For South African people. Yes. And the Irish, don't forget, lots of Irish people there. Any of the Commonwealth. <laughs> um, who else? Uh, who would be Perth? Who would be uh, like Melbourne? I think Nick Cave, like you know, oh, someone yeah. very cool, very like black skivvies, that kind of style. I reckon Melbourne is Kate Blanchett, but she's half Italian, half Massa, and dressed as Nick Cave. You know, <laughs> she did it for that Bob Dylan film, so she just she walks around oh, yeah. as. Would you say half? Italian half half masso masso yeah half masso <laughs> my dad's full masso but I'm half <laughs> okay okay let's you're clearly here. from Adelaide yeah yeah um Sydney 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 I wrote Sydney. I wrote <laughs> I think like bizarrely enough even though he's not from there Shane Warne oh that's pretty good yeah like he's actually from Melbourne but he's got that Sydney vibe about him with like the amount of work he's had done to his face and like the hair care like hair replacement (laughs) stuff and yeah it's all very like new money and kind of gauche but yeah I think Shane Warne is my pick I I reckon Sydney is a drag queen who attends Hillsong if people haven't if people haven't turned that into a student theatre production by now (laughs) don't tell them if you're listening to this we do not give approval for that um I have an Adelaide. I have an Adelaide. Okay, okay. Um, Maggie Beer. Ah, uh, Maggie Beer is very good. Yeah. Maggie Beer is single-handedly keeping the world in verjuice. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, go, I'll I'll agree with that. Actually, I'm not sure who else Adelaide would be because she kind of encompasses the like food and wine and like artsy and scene, like kind of like, old. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, she looks fine. Bit, bit fancy. Yeah yeah, 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 exactly. I'd go with that. Um, do you have one for Brisbane? I think Brisbane is an accountant with a shirt, short sleeve shirt, and a tie. Ooh, I hate that. Yeah. I hate that and, so much. And it's just coming to my mind they're like, you know, the accountant 60s buildings where they have the vertical blinds? Oh, made yeah, of yeah, like yeah. polyester fabric. Yeah, yeah, that's Brisbane. I feel like Brisbane is that, but it's not 
oh no, Bruce, it is the it is the the accountant who's working in that office, but it's run by a Kerry Packer style figure who's just like this kind of really ocker finance dude. Mm. Um, the aircon's on, but he's sweating. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, like kind of Alan Bond, Chris Scase style. You know? Yes, Christopher Scase. <laughs> Remember when he went to Mallorca and he was like, oh, I'm ill, I'm very ill. And everyone was like, no, you're not. And then he like died. He was a very big part of my childhood watching like a current affair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just photos of him like in an airport um, fleeing the country. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I thought Brisbane could also be Chappelle Corby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's Gold Coast, Gold Coast. Huge Corby vibes. What um, about Hobart? Hobart. I don't think I know. What would Hobart be? I don't know enough about Hobart. Mm. I've only been there like once as a kid. I mean, it could be that David Walsh guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like Mona. Mm, I feel like he... I don't think he's from Hobart. Yeah, although I've picked Shane Warne for Sydney, so I'm just like, you know, I'm operating on a level where rules don't apply. I reckon Hobart is like the fisherman's friend <laughs> man. I don't even know what that yeah. means. Yeah, the, but the man from the ad with the big beard. I don't even know if I've seen the ad. Is that what you f- know what I mean, call in. Is that what fishermen look like? Do fishermen all have beards? What part of recording this show makes you think that I know what fishermen look well, like? Well, maybe next week we'll do a th- fishermen. <laughs> an episode about how fishermen work. Yep. Where they work. Where they fish. Are they fishers? And where men? they don't. <laughs> <laughs> That has been another episode of A Little Knowledge with me, Pat McCaffrey. You can find me on Twitter at, at Pat McCaffrey and my co-host, Brennan Giuliani. You can find this podcast wherever you get your podcasts and we will speak to you again very soon. Have a very good fishing in Canberra.